Welcome! My name is Yolanda, and you are listening to the Buy Y'all's podcast. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I am here with Raquel. It's not Rachel, it's Raquel. <laughs> so, just to give a little bit of background, Raquel and I have been coworkers for like two years almost. Oh my Isn't gosh, it? has it really been that long? I think so, yeah. Like, I'm about Dang. to do two years. We were there like almost like the same time, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's at least, kinda... at least a year and a half. But I know, it's, it's crazy. Been a long time. <laughs> yeah, so we have been coworkers, you know, at BYU for quite a while. And yeah, and she's joining me today to talk about an interesting topic. But I'll let you like introduce yourself for a little bit so you can tell them like how old you are, like what are you doing, okay. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, hey guys, um, I'm Raquel and I am a 22-year-old student at BYU. And right now I am studying um, biodiversity and conservation, which is in the, the biology department. And basically, I just, I study plants and animals, but I love it. I've always loved it ever since I was young. Um, and I, so I am originally actually from Provo. I grew up just in the area around BYU. And when I was about 14, me and my family moved to Israel. Yes, on the other side of the world. <laughs> and that was a, a really cool experience to have. And I was able to learn the language and get to know the people and learn about their culture and that was that was amazing um yeah and let's see what other what other things should they know about me <laughs> you can say where you served a mission oh yeah i think it's cool i did serve a mission um and i served it so i served it during covid and i served in hungary um and that was also really cool just to kind of then see the European culture and get to know a very hard language. <laughs> so, do you still use it at all? Uh, I try to. I like listen to music mm. and, you know, try to read a little bit of Hungarian every now and then. And I talk with some members and, yeah. and like missionaries. Same but other than true. that, like while being here, being home for like two years already, I haven't met anybody. It's hard. I know. Hungarian. It's crazy. <laughs> it's very like, I don't think I've ever met anyone that like, served in you know mm -hmm. like yeah so it's crazy but it's kind of cool because oh, you yeah. have like that different thing from everyone else so and it's still europe too so you get mm -hmm. like to experience kind of everything so yeah so raquel lived in israel and we're gonna have a full episode dedicated to that <laughs> but today we're actually going to talk about overthinking in people's pleasing and this was actually a topic that Raquel suggested that we could do and I thought that it was like sure let's do it it's cool by the way in the background there's like uh how do you call it like a summer thunderstorm yeah, is that how you call it yeah a summer storm so yeah it's kind of crazy so let's talk about this because I think it's I think everyone kind of does it what do you think girls mostly I don't know I I definitely think that girls do it a lot more than guys, mm -hmm. at least from what I've seen in my experience. I think everyone does it to some level, but there's just a natural, I think, level of people-pleasing that is good, because you do want to be able to know what other people are thinking and try to at least understand, be like, okay, well, maybe this is how I should act in this um, like situation, mm -hmm. for example. But 
I think people pleasing also just refers more to kind of the like negative side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for that, not everybody really like yeah. deals with it. But it does seem, I feel like, to be a lot of people during, I don't know, just in the society right now. Mm-hmm. Are you a people's pleaser? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Too much, sense. actually. Yeah, that makes sense. When do you know that line of like what's healthy? And what's not healthy with like overthinking and people's pleasing, according to your experience, of course. By the way, we're not like psychology students <laughs> or anything. But yeah, but like according to what you've seen, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think, and like, I mean, obviously, I'm still trying to figure this out with, especially I think overthinking, I haven't really figured it out as much as people pleasing. Mm-hmm. But what I kind of have come to realize where the like balance in the line is, is when it becomes to affect you negatively, mm-hmm. like more than it does the other person. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, if I get home from work and I haven't eaten and I haven't done like all of the things that I need to do, but then someone is like, oh, I need you to like, and of course, okay, here's the other thing is it's like also different than just giving service to other people because mm-hmm. that's really good. Giving service, like we should always give service and try to help people out. But I think the fine line is between where we're not caring for ourselves first mm-hmm. and we just put everyone else's needs in front of ours. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. The first thing that I asked you about, like, if everyone kind of goes through it, I it's like you said, at some point we all kind of go through it, mm-hmm. especially when we're teenagers, I think, because we're just, oh, yeah. like, want to be part <laughs> of the group, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that. But definitely I felt like growing up for me, I started to become way less people's pleaser you know because I'm just like I am who I am you know I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. do this and I've noticed with other people that I know that it's like you said even when the situation doesn't make them comfortable they still go for it because it's just like they have that fear of not being accepted I guess is that what you feel that people's pleasing is like not being accepted or what do you feel like it might be yeah I think it does kind of go along with what you're saying with not like having that fear of not being accepted by other people um and so maybe it kind of goes back to you've just been doing it your whole life and it's just all you know and the only way that maybe you feel successful like so maybe I think it's also tied a lot with your self-confidence um like if you're not super self-confident maybe you're going to be a bit more of a people pleaser because Mm -hmm. if you can please people, if you can get happiness from them because Mm -hmm. you did something for them, then that's going to be very enticing. And so you're like, oh, this is how I can contribute in this world. So I'm going to try and please everybody around me so that they can feel good. And so then that that makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you have like examples of situations that you've definitely been like a people's pleaser because sometimes I feel like it's kind of hard for other people to understand what that is because just like you said yes yeah, serving is good but we're talking about a different thing and people are like so what are you talking about you know what I mean do you have like examples that happen to you of like that you can recognize that's a good question I really want to think about some really specific ones so I'll keep thinking about it but there is just like a more generalized version mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of this this has just happened for me and I think I've seen it also in a few people's lives around me too mm-hmm. um but when you you know just as a student you're really busy so you're going to like go to school you're gonna have maybe work on the side if you're in a relationship that also takes time so you're gonna have a lot of places where you're going to need to spend your time Mm-hmm. Um, but that people pleasing kind of comes in when people, too many people invite you to things or mm. you feel like you have too many commitments to other people mm-hmm. to where 
you over plan your day. Okay. And so, you know, and again, not putting in that time to like, oh, I, wait, I should be doing my homework and I have other things that I need to do just because you're going like one after the other, mm-hmm. trying to like fulfill again, like fulfill those things that you've committed to. Mm-hmm. I don't, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So my other question is, can that also happen? And this is a real thing because growing up, I thought, oh, this is kind of a joke, but it's actually real. The fact that people don't know how to say no, is that a thing that goes along with it then? If you say no to people, do you feel bad about it? Is that oh, kind yeah. of what it is? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think that ties into it a lot with not being able to say no because you think it's going to affect your relationship with the person. Okay. So, mm-hmm. for example, if just take me and you because I'm with my friends. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if you invited me over, this Friday at like 7 p.m. You know, we have like something and we had like a later commitment at like 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then I had a dinner at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. So realistically, I have two different like, going events on. going on where mm-hmm. I shouldn't have time for you. And so I realistically should just be like, oh, sorry, like I don't have time. Mm-hmm. But like I'd love to do something another time. Mm-hmm. But at least for me, <laughs> when I come to that scenario, I'm just like, oh, let me try to fit you in. I'm gonna okay. have I'm gonna have time for you mm-hmm. because again maybe it goes back to that kind of unconscious feeling of like oh well if I say no then they're not they're gonna stop inviting me to things hmm. they're gonna stop mm-hmm. thinking that I am a friend value their yeah. relationship mm-hmm. and the friendship. Mm-hmm. But I also feel some people sometimes contribute to that because we've had a situation that we both know. I was the one who said no. And that person cut me off of like social media. I noticed, you know? Mm-hmm. My type of personality is just like, I don't care. And I'm just like, I'm fine with it and I'm not going to bring it up, you know? Mm-hmm. But my question is, how much of like the other side plays a part on it too? Would you feel comfortable to say no to me yes. and knowing, okay. So you, you think the other side might also play a role in it? Yeah, I would say so. Like, okay. I obviously I don't know, like, exactly what the defined lines are. Because I think, like, if you're better, closer friends with someone, then you're not going to care as much because you know each other a lot yeah. deeper. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to be like, okay, like, she knows I'm not, you know, trying to, like, tell her off. And just yeah. like, you're like, oh, no, I don't want to hang out with you. But, like, if, I don't know, there's people that you really want to become friends with mm-hmm. or that, you know, you just are kind of more acquaintances, but, you know, you think they'd be, like, they're really cool. Mm-hmm. Then I think then you're like, oh, okay, now I really want to, like, please them so that they'll... Like accept me as their friend. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I do feel it might be a little bit personalities too. And I had this conversation with Melissa multiple times. We do a lot of shout outs to Melissa, by the way. But yeah, Ooh, <laughs> I know. But because we have very different personalities, and I feel like even you and her, you guys have different personalities mm-hmm. too. And something that I always tell her all the time is just like you people don't have to like you all the time you know and she's like ah but it's hard because I want them to like me and I'm like mm-hmm. I understand but like it's so it's that fine line of like you have to put your limits to because they don't have to like you all the time and that's okay you, you know not everyone's gonna like you in your entire life so it's just funny to me to see her side of it mm-hmm. you know that is just like but I need them to like me because I want them to feel good with me I was like, it's so interesting. So I don't know if that's kind of what you feel as well. Yeah, I I do think so. And I think a lot of it probably maybe comes from high school. And just, Mm. again, like you were stuck with just like a group of people. You're just put into a school. 
where you have to make a friend group and you mm -hmm. have to, you know, you don't get to really be choosy about who you're friends with as much as we are now. And mm -hmm. so I think, though, it's important, like, as we're growing up to realize, like, it is good to make other people happy and it's good to make them feel comfortable, but we don't need to do it to the point where it's at our own expense. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I think, like, kind of going back to saying no, like, there's a way... Like, if we're afraid of them, like, being hurt or, you know, something happening to our friendship, then, you know, there's different ways to go about it. Like, we could just find a way to say no that is still, like, comes across as respectful and be like, mm -hmm. oh, hey, like, I don't want to, but, you know, just, like, maybe not this time. Mm -hmm. And so that they know, you know, that's just not, like, yeah. So I It's think, not a personal attack. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I just don't want to, like, hang mm -hmm. out with you. It's just mm -hmm. like, no, I'm just busy. I have things going on during yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah. Can that also be the overthinking? Can that be you overthinking of like, they're probably not going to like me if I do this? And maybe the other person is just like, okay, she said she said no and it's fine. Can that be overthinking too? Like you overthinking the reaction the other people can have? Mm -hmm. I think so. I And that's the thing is I think overthinking and people pleasing is just so intertwined together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A lot of people pleasing, I think, comes from overthinking. Overthinking the person's reactions, overthinking mm -hmm. how you, how they perceive you in their minds. Like, because again, it's really good to have that level of, of thinking of like being aware of people and their feelings and like, oh, okay, maybe I need to reach out to this friend or like maybe I need to, to help them with something. Mm -hmm. But again, that overthinking kind of just pulls you into a, a black hole where you're just making everything be like out of perspective of just like oh mm -hmm. they didn't send me an emoji so that means that they're just really mad at me <laughs> that's so interesting to me yeah it's so interesting that you know people overthink on small things too you know like the emoji thing sometimes I don't send emojis because I'm just like busy in the middle of the day and I see the text message I just respond right away oh. and I don't send emojis and people go like are you mad and I'm like huh <laughs> wait what why am I you know yeah. but it's interesting to me that overthinking can also play a role in those small things that we do in life you know it's just mm -hmm. like the way we text something the way we like send the emoji or not the way we you know it's very interesting okay so i kind of looked into some stuff mm -hmm. in the internet because again i'm not a therapist or anything <laughs> <Me either. laughs> um and he said that a lot of the people pleasing and overthinking can be caused by anxiety so i was going to ask you and i don't know how much you want to like go into it personally but do you feel like this is true like is there any type of anxiety in your life that could be like a factor to both of those things that was a good question i think it definitely is also like really connected to anxiety specifically at least for me and again like i'm not speaking for everybody this is just mm -hmm. my experience but for me it comes a lot and it stems a lot from social anxiety okay um because i so my social anxiety that i have is like i'm really good one-on-one -on -one and in small groups mm -hmm. that i know or just like small groups of strangers like i'm fine I'm really good with those mm -hmm. but when it comes to big groups of people that might already like know each other might already have some kind of like friendship or relationship that I am kind of excluded from mm -hmm. that's when I really start being anxious and okay. that is maybe when the the people pleasing kicks in like full throttle to where mm -hmm. I'm like oh 
okay, like I'm overanalyzing, overthinking, like how, like what are the social cues? What are like this and this? And to be honest, I don't think it actually really helps. If anything, I think it makes it worse. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, I think it just comes a lot from we want to be accepted mm -hmm. and we want to be a part of something. And so when I get into like really big groups and I have a lot of social anxiety, I tend to be a lot more lenient and like, like unconfident mm -hmm. to where I can be placed into the the situation that people could probably ask me to do a lot of things and it's just like it's such a habit hmm. I, I've noticed that I just immediately agree a lot of times with whatever people ask me to do like I don't know like if there's someone that I wasn't really like in this group of people that I just randomly met and they were like hey could you go drop this backpack off at the school and it's like a 15 minute detour mm. so I don't know them I don't have any social commitment to them or friendship like I again but like be wanting to be nice and wanting to to please them I'd be like sure without a second okay. thought <laughs> and yeah. but then you know like when I go home I would be like wait I didn't really like want to do that like I needed to actually go and like you know like visit my brother or something mm -hmm. but that anxiety just kind of sits in to where it's like oh no you do what mm -hmm. they say <laughs> mm -hmm. that's interesting yeah because I'm thinking you know you're talking I'm thinking like examples in my own life yes there are times that I've done things because I'm just like okay I'm gonna be nice not to the extent like the things you're saying you know but there are also other times that what I do so I don't sound as like rude I guess <laughs> I just kind of uh -huh. lie you know I just be like oh yeah but I have to do this thing at like seven which I don't but you know it's just like I just kind of get the excuse of like not doing it so it's still kind of nice to say no mm -hmm. which is interesting though because I'm like why am I lying I can just say no but it's also the thing that you said that fear of like if I say no I might come across rude mm -hmm. or like they're gonna be which has happened and I feel like it also depends on the people that I'm doing that with oh yeah and I think that's when you can realize that because for me I would say no to a group of strangers a hundred percent I'll probably have a harder time doing with the friend because we're friends you know mm -hmm. so it's interesting to me that you're saying like because you feel like that being excluded you're automatically like I'm gonna do something that they want or do what they want so I feel like more comfortable you know and I think that's what's interesting to me because I'm like oh I would say no I'll be like no sorry like that's too mm -hmm. far away you know or whatever so yeah and I was gonna ask and you already kind of told me so you realize that you're doing that after the moment right mm -hmm. during the moment you're just like they're trying to like deal with everything right and then it's just like after the fact you go home and you're like why did I do this like why did this happen which is again that kind of over it's just frustrating because then I'm like well, well, <laughs> I'm like okay but because I do like a college student I do recognize it a lot more mm -hmm. and I'm trying to work on it and trying to be better at being like oh like and obviously, like nowadays, I don't think I would, like in a group of strangers, probably mm -hmm. agree to those things. I would mm -hmm. probably just kind of blow it off and like maybe seem a little rude, but maybe not. Yeah. Um, but the, the, I thought of a few examples to where, again, I don't know if like what your experience with this is, if it is people pleasing or not. Mm -hmm. um, but one of them is, okay, if you're on campus and you're just walking by someone that's handing out flyers, hmm. do you just ignore them? Or yes. if they come up and give you one, like if there's no way to ignore them and they give you a flyer, try to give you a flyer, are you going to say no or are you going to take it and then throw it away? I usually, I either take it and throw it away or I just tell them thanks, but no. 
That's usually what I do. Okay. Because I usually just take it and then okay. keep it and then throw it away like a day later. later. Oh, no. I threw it away right in front of them. Oh. <laughs> Which is, again, it's so the rude savage. thing. Which, well, and sometimes I'm like, okay, I understand. They're trying to get as much as possible because they're, getting, pay- they're right. getting paid for how much they use. So I just like take it and then I just put it away right away. But, That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But most of the time I just sell them right away. No, thanks. You know, mm-hmm. or I ignore them. They start like going and I'm just like, I didn't see you. Okay. <laughs> No, that, and that's the my thing. Hand on the, where I start touching uh, my phone, like, yeah, trying to no. ignore it, you know? I definitely, like, my response, because, again, I have that, like, anxiety of, like, I just really don't want to take the flyer and then have to throw it away. And so what I do is I do try to avoid it at all costs mm-hmm. of, like, you know, just going on your phone or, you know, pretending you're talking to someone. But, yeah, definitely, whenever they hand me a flyer, I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and... The other one that I was thinking about, too, and you're going to have to think back to before you were married, Um, (laughs) so it involves dating, but Mm -hmm. when guys ask, like just strangers, kind of, Mm -hmm. ask for your number, there was this one experience that I had, I was just sitting somewhere on campus, and this guy just like sat next to me and started talking to me, and he seemed nice, but like, I wasn't really interested, Mm -hmm. and I, yeah, at the end, he was just like, hey, like, can I have your phone number? And I was like, what? Like, I'm kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was just kind of like tossing it up and I was like, I should say no because there's no way that I will ever be interested. And I said yes. And just kind of going back and then like a few months later, he like texted me and then I just never responded. And so like, yeah, going back to that same situation of like, why didn't I just say no? Mm-hmm. Like it's perfect, especially in that kind of situation, it's perfectly acceptable to say mm-hmm. no. It's a stranger. You don't need to always like you don't you shouldn't be giving your strange- strangers your phone number. Mm-hmm. And so just the fact that I did say yes. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, in other experiences, I have said no. But I think just always I go back to that one. And I'm like, why did I? not say no yeah like why I think one it was just because he was like sitting next to me so I couldn't just like get up and move Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it wasn't just like a pass by situation kind of Mm -hmm. thing but yeah so that's another like example I guess Mm -hmm. a silly silly situation (laughs) yeah but and now that you're talking I wonder how much the pressure that we have of having to be nice people all the time also kind of like plays a role in that Mm -hmm. and even like education in terms of like how you grew up you know because imagine my parents were always very like me say no and they would tell me like you need to actually they told me before I moved here they were like you need to learn how to say no to things because you're going crazy like you're doing 500 things at the same time you know and because I was kind of in that stage too Mm -hmm. But my parents were the first ones telling me, like, you need to learn how to say no. You can't do everything at the same time. Stop doing things, you know. Right. And that's how I started to build up that thing of, like, it's okay to say no. It's okay to not want to. It's okay to, like... Because for me, what I think is, like, if people get offended because I said no, it's a them problem. It's mm-hmm. not a me problem. Because at least I'm being honest, you know. I'm not trying to fake it or anything. And then I'm going, I'm like, I don't want to be here, actually. So... So I wonder how much pressure, like, do you feel or not from, like, that feeling of, oh, I have to be nice or people expect me to be like this. You know what I mean? I, although you have the social anxiety, too. So that yeah. kind of plays a part. But other than that, you know what I mean? Like, growing up or something? Well, it's interesting because I feel like, I mean, maybe I think I did see it a little bit between me. So I have two older brothers because mm-hmm. I'm the only girl. Mm-hmm. And 
and you know I always wanted to like play with them and mm-hmm. so I always kind of maybe did want to like please them mm-hmm. but everyone else in my family isn't much of a people pleaser it's mm-hmm. only me and mm-hmm. I think though I'm also the only one really that deals with a lot of social anxiety mm-hmm. um in high school my one of my teachers was just talking to my dad like during you know like the teacher parent kind mm-hmm. of thing and he's like yeah she's great she's like really smart and like all this stuff and he's just like there is one thing that she's lacking assertiveness Mm. Um, and that's always kind of stuck with me a lot of times to where when I do want to kind of bend to people's will and like do things that I don't particularly want to do just Mm -hmm. to like please other people to where I'm like there's a point where what you're talking about like where you can manage your life because it's our like it's our life like Mm -hmm. we shouldn't be living our life for other people Mm -hmm. where we can still have a good amount of where we like help people and we're there for other people but where we also are able to say no and where mm-hmm. we're able to have that assertiveness and but not in a bad way you know mm-hmm. like sometimes we think of assertiveness maybe as just being very rude, rude mm-hmm. and abrupt but I don't think that's really what it is it's mm-hmm. just being able to take a stand of how you want to live your life yeah yeah, and I think that's really interesting. When Rafa and I talked in our episode, we kind of talked about the way we communicate in Portugal and here. Because mm-hmm. I also feel it's a type of communication oh, yeah. in here. And you you went to Israel as well, so you're probably in Europe, so you have completely a different perspective of it. Here, I feel like people try to be too nice. Mm, you yeah, know, I don't like it. <laughs> I know, and I think that's why sometimes it's so hard for us to say no. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, everyone's trying to be so nice, and everyone's trying, you know, that it's, you feel feel bad trying to say no because it's just like they're trying to be nice to me I definitely feel it might be a communication style thing too because in Portugal I would say no and it would be fine Right. You know, or even sometimes and you know you know me and it's funny because sometimes we laugh at things that I do because you guys say like that's kind of savage or that's kind of rude and I honestly do not <laughs> feel like it's rude at all you're you like know? that's just what I say yeah because I'm just like I grew up like this all the time so mm-hmm. I'm like the way I communicate and say things you guys started laughing at me and I'm like what did I do and I have no clue and then you guys <laughs> tell me what it is and I'm like oh really that was rude I had no idea so I think it's interesting you know because it's definitely a different different context and culture and I and it's that social pressure like the social anxiety you were saying it's that social pressure at least here in Utah I don't know how it is in other places that it's just like oh we're members we need to be nice you know like we need to be all super nice to each other and like help each other and I'm like yes but I don't have to do everything you want <laughs> you know what I mean yeah it's like there's difference between helping and being your servant <laughs> yeah yeah and that's what and honestly at the church and I'm gonna kind of like go off to another thing now that it's not really, but at the church sometimes, I feel like we also have this speech of like, we need to serve, we need to serve, we need to serve, we need to serve, which is great, and we do. But there was one time, I think it was one of my roommates that she gave a talk or something, and she said, we need to serve, we need to serve, we need to serve, but we also need to sometimes let people like be served. Like, you know, just step back and just like mm-hmm. not always because she said she and she shared her experience of like there have been times in my life that I cannot serve other people because I'm not fine with myself she's like and I know I'm gonna go there but I'm gonna go there for so she's like and she if you guys want me to go there for so I can do it but I'm not gonna be happy I'm not gonna be the same like as useful as I would and so she was kind of talking about that and the way we serve too you know like there's different ways to serve but I thought it was really interesting because I was like it's always that thing of like we need to serve we need to be nice we need to serve we need to be nice but it's okay sometimes to say no too 
we don't always have to be 24-7. I'm here to serve. You know, mm-hmm. you are, but you have other stuff too, and that's okay. Well, I think kind of going off of that, like, it kind of just puts a little bit of an atmosphere of, like, we need to be perfect all the time. Mm. And I definitely, maybe we just misinterpreted it, but I don't think our church and, and Jesus Christ wants us, again, to try and do it, like, perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the whole reason we're here. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to mess up. And that's going to be okay. And, like, we need to be okay with people needing time for themselves. We need to be okay with people Mm -hmm. maybe being rude every now and then. Like, because it's just we're human. Like, we are trying our best. Yeah. But our best can't be 24-7. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, again, it's just, like, interesting to see the difference between, like, some cultures because it's definitely that same way in Europe and also in the Mm -hmm. Middle East where they're a lot more assertive and very just blunt about Mm -hmm. the like opinions and I personally it took me a while to learn to get used to it to learn that you know everything that people say isn't like a personal attack against me yeah but it is kind of freeing and like I am really thankful for learning that and being able to kind of come over to that side because I do feel like something here like we beat around the bush a lot Yes. And I'm just like, I am All just, the time. When you just can see it straightforward and both of you know mutually that, like, you're not trying to hurt their feelings, it's just so much better. And yeah. so, like, here, having to be nice is just lost its meaning a little bit yeah. because we're always trying to be nice. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times it just comes off fake. Yeah. Because we are trying to please people. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I feel too is that sometimes people don't actually understand what we're trying to say because we're trying to be so nice. Mm-hmm. I've had experiences. Let's go to our job. I've talked to you about this too. Best experience. <laughs> yeah. But I've had experiences of like people were making like mistakes over and over and over. And I'm the type of person of like, I cannot deal with it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I do not have to deal with it. So, you know, I would go talk with our bosses whatever and it's just interesting the response that is just like yeah we can bring it up in like the stand-up meeting but let's try to be nice and I'm like I understand why we're trying to do that but my nice it's not gonna come as nice it's gonna come as like okay we did this wrong we need to fix this and here's the deal you know and, yeah. and that's what I did and when we finished I was like but makes it like it puts that pressure on me of like you need to say it like in a way that is super nice or whatever you know and I'm just mm-hmm. like I just need to say it honestly because mm-hmm. it is a problem it is an issue that is going on so I just need right. to say it because people were scared of like oh yeah like we don't want them to feel like personal attacked or anything but I'm just like I'm talking about their work and I'm talking about their personality it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with their hair color with their way they dress with the, whatever you know it just has to do with like we're working on this thing there's multiple mistakes happening over mm-hmm. and over and over what is going on that's what we're talking about we're not talking about anything else and I was just like why are we mixing and I was like for two yeah. weeks I was like <laughs> I was going crazy but you know I would come home and I would go to math and I'll be like I don't know what's going on but I'm very frustrated right now because I was bottled up the stuff you know mm-hmm. and I was just like I just just, I just need to say it. That's it. Like, yes. And that's the thing because people are always thinking like, oh, people are going to take it personally. Like people are going to think, and I'm like, when I'm talking about, I don't know, your computer, I'm talking about your computer. I'm not talking about your computer and what you did yesterday. With You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, it's, it's that feeling of like, we're trying to, like you said, beat around the bush, you know, and just trying to be like super nice. And that starts like creating the culture of like people's, you know, pleasing because it's just, oh yeah, we need to be nice. They can't feel, and then you start feeling the pressure of like, mm-hmm. I can't say no. I 
can't say this because it's going to be rude. I can't do this because it's going to be rude. And I'm like, we need to stop overthinking about these things. Right. Stop overthinking about like everything I do is going to affect. Yes, everything you do affects the other people. You don't have to think that you're going to eat anywhere because, oh, these people might get, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just weird for me. Yeah. It's really weird. Well, and it's, it's interesting to also then think, because just kind of when you were talking about that example, something came to mind of, again, I don't know if it's just here, if it's just like something that we do as humans, mm-hmm. but when we connect things that are in our lives to our self-worth. So mm-hmm. like our work, like yes. our grades, like, you know, just certain things mm-hmm. that, yes, it does to a point show our performance and like how hard we have worked in something, but kind of like with what you're talking about, like, you know, getting mm-hmm. personally attacked because someone is saying maybe you did make a mistake, like those should be separate. And yeah. if anything like that is something that we should just learn from. But like having that so connected to our self-worth and then what other people think of us can be hard because then we can't really grow if we're mm-hmm. so emotionally attached to these to things. The things and the little yeah. the little things just like wreck us yeah yeah and it's a process though because the oh, grades yeah. and i think we've had this conversation about the grades too because honestly growing up you spend most of your time in school mm-hmm. and it's just like of course we think that's going to define our life because oh you get a job because of your grades i mean you get a college because of your grades if we're going through high school exactly which is a very wrong i have a lot of opinions about that that i could do in another <laughs> podcast but me too yes but it's just it's yeah i think it's a human thing of like yeah whatever we do it shows our worth and that's not really true you know it's like it's it's not getting a C like we talked about doesn't mean you're like a bad student it's like you know that class was kind of hard you didn't have a good time during the semester it's fine doesn't mean you're like you're not smart you know what I mean and like and honestly I also feel that a good example of this is just like if you put me in the math class I'm gonna fail but if you put me in the humanities class oh I'm gonna pass it Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean like because I'm in a math class, it doesn't mean I suck and I'm not smart anymore and I can do anything. It's just like it's just not really my thing. And I think that sometimes sometimes people just need to realize that sometimes it's not some people's things, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. But and it has nothing to do with you and it has nothing to do with oh you suck you can't do this. It's just like not for you and that's okay. That stuff and biology whatever what you do it's not for me at all. I cannot do it. <laughs> you know. Like, I didn't think it was for me either. <laughs> yeah. Getting, yeah. But. <laughs> but yeah, it's just very interesting but i think like in the end again like we can't change the way that people are mm-hmm. we, i mean we it's an exercise we have to do yeah mm-hmm. like we always like we can try as much with you know just like talking with people about it and but like really in the end it does come down to like how are we personally gonna, mm-hmm. gonna like cope with people pleasing and overthinking because i mean again like for overthinking i've had it had it with me my entire life mm-hmm. and i mean even some di- nights i would like stay up yeah and like I wouldn't be able to go to sleep because Mm -hmm. I was overthinking Mm -hmm. but like and so these are definitely not very easy things to conquer oh yeah Mm -hmm. and they they take a lot of work and I mean I'm still working on both of them definitely Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's just you know again trying to figure out what works best for you yeah and like if we you know like if for you like straightforwardness works better and Mm -hmm. as long as you can like develop I mean I can speak to this too because I'm your friend but like Mm -hmm. you you're really good at like developing friendships with people to then when I'm like oh yeah I just know her like yeah that's just how she is and like I'm not gonna take offense to it because Mm -hmm. it's it's, yeah yeah, it's you yeah so I'm kind of thinking of like what we can do sometimes to let people know Mm -hmm. um it helps me a lot knowing how people are so imagine if you come to me and you say like when we're meeting and we're starting to develop a friendship like hey I tend to overthink it helps me as well as a friend to understand like okay maybe I could ask Raquel to come help me with this but I'm like hmm 
but I know that trait about her. So, you know, if I can do it by myself or I can ask someone else, it's not going to overthink about it. Or like, I know you have a busy week, you know, I'll be like, okay, maybe I don't, we don't need, I don't need her to do it, you know? So as a friend, I also, because I've, I've noticed that when my friends tell me the struggles they're going through, I have that in mind when I try to like do things or I talk about things, you know? So what I'm trying to say is just kind of like, maybe we also need to be a little more open with people when we're meeting them mm-hmm. and let them know the things we struggle with so they can also help us you know like today we talked you know you're having kind of a hard week too mm-hmm. <laughs> and i told i told you today right away like if you don't want to come tonight to record the episode you're totally fine and mm-hmm. we can reschedule you know because right. i knew right away that you would be like if you were going to be here and like start like overthinking about everything and you couldn't do it yeah that, that's but that but that's why i told you right away you know mm-hmm. because i already know how you would feel like I didn't want you to feel like that pressure of coming you know what I mean so it's just like and I do that with like Melissa for example too you know knowing some stuff that she goes through I'm like oh yeah totally like I'm not going to talk about this or I'm not going to bring it up this week because I know you know it's her birthday week or whatever Mm -hmm. so I feel like oh having that openness with people too and let them know it's going to help them as well when they have to like interact with you you know what I mean I don't know if you feel that or not but no, I definitely agree. And like, obviously, vulnerability is hard. Oh, yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you pick people that you want to have like a friendship with, mm-hmm. it definitely is something that is very beneficial. Mm-hmm. And it just allows for you guys to have such a healthy line of communication. Mm-hmm. Because then instead of trying to guess what other people are thinking, how mm-hmm. they're going to react, you just know because yeah. they tell you. Yeah. And so like, there we go. Like one of the biggest solutions to people pleasing is just giving your honest thoughts to someone yeah. and knowing that you're in a safe space to where you can just tell them Yeah. and they will take it mm-hmm. and be like, okay, well maybe that was a little rude or like, you know, like yeah. they'll tell you, yeah. but like yeah. in a nice, in a nice way. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the way it has to be, you know, Mm -hmm. because we're all, again, we're all growing. We're all trying to be better. And if we don't have other people to also tell us things, it's going to be hard. You yeah, know? Like, we're not, we're not going to learn. <laughs> yeah, or like be self-aware of like, you know, the people's like struggles mm-hmm. so we can like actually help them too. So yeah, I think that's great. Okay, so kind of to wrap it up, is there any advice you would give to people that struggle with these things? And I know you're still in the process of, but you know, anything that you think it would be useful? I think with overthinking, it definitely gives you like a large realm of possibilities to be able to understand how how other people mm-hmm. feel but again just never let it get it get in the way to where you're starting to make up scenarios about things that they never said or happened to mm-hmm. because then that kind of just starts to manipulate it to where it gets a little unhealthy mm-hmm. um i think again like my biggest tip with people pleasing and overthinking is to just be vocal about it to tell mm-hmm. other people like again you don't have to tell like strangers or people that you know it might be a little uncomfortable to tell but like your best friend or your brother or if you have mm-hmm. like a spouse or if you're in a relationship tell them about what you struggle with and mm-hmm. tell them to like whenever you're in a social situation to help you realize yeah. when you're doing it because again what we were talking about before like I don't really realize it when I'm in the situation it's only until afterwards that I'm like oh why did I say yes mm-hmm. like And so just being able to kind of have someone around you that knows you really well and that you're comfortable with help you through that, I think it'll help you grow a lot more self-aware to how you can like overcome it a little bit more in your life. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree 100%. And I'm happy that if I can help, <laughs> to help you. Yes, will you help me? <laughs> yes, and you help me too when I'm kind of rude to people. Perfect. So yeah, cool. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you it so much fun. for having me. Yeah, this you'll be back. So <laughs> I really hope so. You will. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thanks.